Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Your Retirement Unbroken with your host, Merritt Strunk. Merritt is a licensed fiduciary and financial advisor who always places your needs first. Merritt works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Merritt Strunk. All right, welcome again to the Retirement Unbroken Show. This is Merritt Strunk, president of Momentum Financial and the host of the Retirement Unbroken radio show and podcast. So welcome to our listeners here in the Unbroken Nation. As always, we have our producer, Matt McClure. Good to have you here today, Matt. Good to be here as always, Merritt. Looking forward to sharing a lot of great info and insights with the listeners. Yeah, it's so nice to have you here. Uh, if you're uh, a li regular listener to the Retirement Unbroken show, then you already know what I'm going to say. Um, our mission is to transform our listeners into more educated, more equipped, and financially savvy individuals so that you can make better financial decisions for your future and your family, and you can unlock what is possible in your financial future. The truth is, and Matt, you know this, you hear me say it all the time, but the truth is for many people, their retirement is already broken. It's already broken and they just don't know it yet. And generally, you know, when are they going to wake up? When are they going to find out that their retirement, uh, they just didn't pay enough attention to it. Uh, more time was spent on planning vacations and their financial future. They're going to find out much later in life. And if you are one of those folks and you are not paying attention to your financial wherewithal, uh, do yourself a favor, go to our website at www.retirementunbroken.com and get in contact with us. And you can also call us at 858-521-9700. And if you're wanting to listen to past episodes of the shows that we've done, you can listen to it on podcasts, just about anywhere you can uh, access podcasts. And you can also get it straight from our website at the retirementunbroken.com. So let me tell you what's going up here. We're going to give you a little bit of the market update today. Uh, we're going to talk about how inflation is impacting some folks um, and a demonstration of that. And uh, when you're thinking, here we are, we're kind of towards the end of the, the year, right? I mean, the year has flown by, although lots of things have happened. Uh, I don't know about you, but I wake up and it's like, wow, it's Friday again. So we're coming up to, you know, 2023. Can you believe it? And um, we're going to talk about some things that you need to plan around for 2023. We're going to play our ever popular game, uh, Right or Wrong. And uh, that brings us to the, the financial wisdom quote of the week. And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. Matt? Well, you know, we actually have, it's like a two for one special uh, this time around because we've got a bonus quote as well. So, so I'm going to share two of them uh, with you if that, if that is all right. Uh, if I have your permission, Mr. Host, man. Um, Granted. <laughs> thank Granted. you. Thank you. I, I love it. That was very official sounding too. Um, mm -hmm. Here we go. So the first one actually comes from Arthur Godfrey. And so if you know anything about uh, show business and entertainment kind of back in the day uh, here, uh, Arthur Godfrey was an American radio and TV host. Uh, he was an entertainer, sometimes introduced by his nickname, The Old Redhead. And one time, The Old Redhead said this, quote, I'm proud to pay taxes in the United States. The only thing is I could be just as proud for half the money. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody wants to pay their fair share, just not more than their fair share. That's right. That's right. They want to see Uncle Sam, you know, in Instead of you know the famous picture of Uncle Sam pointing his finger at you, they don't want to see it with his hand out. That's, that's, that's the thing. Well, we do have an extra quote of the week here, too. And for those of you who are cooler than I am, you might be more familiar with Jam Master Jay. Uh, he was the DJ for Run DMC. Now, Run DMC, I'm very aware of. Big hip-hop group uh, back, uh, especially during the 80s and, and 90s uh, time periods. Yeah, I mean, just just crazy. But here we go. His quote of the week was this. Make sure to save for the future and keep making money. I like that. <laughs> it's it's simple. I love it. it truly, truly. And, um, you know, if you doing some research on this quote, it, 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 you know, and I can't I can't say that this is factual. I saw 
several different sources is um, Jam Master J. It looks like he's no longer with us. And um, at one point he had an impressive fortune of, I think it was right around $175 million um, from one source that I saw. And, and um, then the other one said he actually died broke. So what I would say is, that, you know, regardless of either one of these um, points I'm bringing up here about Jam Master J is that he was right. Make sure you're saving for the future and, and uh, keep making money. I got it. However, I, I, it sounds like that potentially he might have had some troubles in his life where he didn't follow that. And and that's that's just frankly discipline. And so, you know, discipline is kind of like a boring, yucky word for most humans, discipline, because we relate that back to giving up something. We're not tapping into our pleasure sensors when we have, um, you know, instant gratification, you know, and doing what we want to do. If you have a little discipline, you're always going to end up better as opposed to, and in quotes, I don't mean to cast aspersions on anybody, but if you're lazy about money, then you're going to always suffer pain, right? Rarely ever will you, can you be lazy about money throughout the rest of your life and be okay at, <laughs> in the later years? This is probably just not going to happen. All right. Thank you, Matt. Those were pretty cool. I'm going to go ahead and give you a market update today. So if you woke up this morning and turned on the, uh, the, the financial shows and looked at the market, you would have seen uh, green. Everything was r- looking pretty good except for the tech stocks. Um, that turned around uh, where we were close to, you know, we're over 200 points on, um, you know, the major indexes. S&P and Dow, uh, that was almost completely erased by the end of the day. Uh, so the Dow was up a 0.01 whopping percent, the NASDAQ down 2%, and the S&P down 0.74%. Uh, right now, you know, in terms of industries are looking pretty good here, healthcare, obviously defensive, energy, um, there's big pent up energy demand going on industrials and consumer staples, right? These are mostly defensive positions for what's going on here. What is weak is communication services. Those would be things like uh, Facebook, information technology, uh, cloud-based technology, consumer discretionary and, and uh, real estate. The shiny spot has been uh, energy prices. So, uh, and then, so if ener- energy prices are up, then stocks are, are following, uh, falling. And so, that's, that was kind of rough. You know, we had some nice days there. Um, I think it was Friday and then uh, Monday, we had some nice runs. Uh, what we call that a bear market rally. Um, and that's to be expected, but they generally are lasting a little bit short, you know, and then, you know, back to watching what's uh, what's going on with earnings. And speaking of earnings, um, Google had reported uh, yesterday after the market closed, and that would have been um, Tuesday, uh, that they had a huge miss on their earnings. And that brought the tech sector down lower. And now everybody's bracing for uh, Meta platforms or Facebook to announce their earnings. So um, Facebook is was down. It continues to move lower ahead of its uh, its uh, announcement about earnings. So maybe somebody knows something, you know, we don't or the general population and if Google has missed and now Facebook, is, if it misses, it, it will truly continue to bring down not only the NASDAQ potentially, but also, you know, all the tech sector. Um, however, you know, the, the uh, WTI crude futures are going up, up uh, 3.29%. So that's to be expected. And the fear index or the VIX index uh, is down 2.5%. So that's interesting when you got the down market all of a sudden and VIX is down as well. Uh, when that VIX is up, that means fear is high. VIX, if you're unaware of that's VIX, you might want to, you know, when you're, you go home and if you're currently at Lowe's or Home Depot or something, you're out in your car, when you go home, look up VIX, V-I-X. And then it is the volatility index um, and many times called the fear index. Okay. So that's it for the market update. And by the way, I just want to make a special mention here. Uh, we're at midterm election time. Um, election day is Tuesday, November the 8th. 
And if you're here in California and you haven't gotten in, your mail-in ballot time is running out, and then you want to make a plan to get out and vote. We have a lot of crazy stuff going on in our country. Runaway crime, runaway spending. You just spin the wheel of whatever it is, and and it's a, a lot of stuff that's going on. So this is your opportunity as a United States citizen. Uh, I still think they're letting uh, citizens vote. Is that right, Matt? This citizens can vote? Okay. That, that's the word maybe, on the street. Maybe you don't have to prove it. Maybe you don't have to show your ID, but you get out there. This is your uh, constitutional right. Get out there and make your vote matter. Okay. And vote on the things uh, that you might want to ask yourself. I encourage you to say, are, are we as a country better right now? Or uh, was there a better time? And what can we do to change that? So just think about that. Good, good wisdom there. Interesting. So as we are, like I said, we here we are. We're looking at uh, the next year, and and uh, we're in October. We haven't even reached uh, Halloween just yet. But what happens when we get towards the 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 end of the year and looking towards the new year? A lot of families get together and they do what? I or just individuals they get together and go, I wanna I want to lose weight in twenty. 23. And of course, that's what the gym industry is hoping you'll do, right? They, they uh, want, want you to, to, to sign up knowing that you're just going to pay that fee every month. And mm, uh, statistically that you may not be showing up like you should. Think of this as, uh, you know, more not not the New Year's type of goals, but big strategic goals that you want to accomplish and try to break them down into uh, bite-sized pieces. Uh, one of the things uh, for 2023 that was announced is uh, new tax brackets uh, from the IRS for 2023. I got to tell you here, um, although we work in tax efficient strategies for wealth management, um, specifically tax alpha and uh, tax loss harvesting um, for accounts and you know for our clients, we are not CPAs. We are not tax professionals, although we work with many of them. So always seek your tax expert or advisor near you related to these things. Okay. So taxpayers may see their tax liability cut in 2023. Okay. That statement right there, which means you translate that as you might have to pay less taxes. Yay. That's always good. Uh, as the IRS has adjusted the standard deductions in tax brackets for inflation each year, the IRS uh, makes inflation adjustments to key benchmarks. And but this year, as inflation nears record highs, taxpayers may see a more significant impact thanks to the annual adjustments. I find it very hard to vocalize anything that comes close to a thank you uh, directed at the IRS. I just <laughs> I just find it very, very hard. You know, the most hated uh government agency uh in the planet um yeah and you know their their uh, hiring of an army that they just were approved to do about eighty seven thousand new uh, employees uh over several years okay so however i i say this because it's it's a big it just you know always a depends it depends um there are only certain items that are inflation sensitive meaning those aren't uh, they may not result in the taxpayer owing less or more come come tax day. So, um, meanwhile, as everything looks like you know, oh, I got to pay less taxes. Um, the taxpayers who got a bump in their salary during this inflation crisis that we were having um, that may offset any easing of uh, taxes they they have. So you may not experience the same uh, change in tax liability if your income went up. And a lot of people do. We saw a lot of wage inflation, or maybe they changed jobs, got a new job, got more pay. So it'll just depend on the individual. Uh, so for a lot of people, this will be a, a net tax cut, but overall given increased inflation, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to be the big net increase for a lot of folks in their purchasing power from one year to the next. So um, if you're a married couple, you, you probably pay your, your taxes based on a married filing jointly um, arrangement. Therefore your tax bracket is, is a different arrangement than say if you were single. So if you don't, um, under the new settings here, if you don't make over $22,000, uh, then your 
only 10% of your income is taxable, uh, income tax, okay? Uh, if you're over 22,000, but not over $89,450, okay, then you'll be in the 12%. Um, so now, you know, if you're over the uh, 89,000, 450 and that there's a that next bracket and I'll stop detailing these as soon as I cover this one if you're over 89,450 in between the 190,750 now you're at the 22% uh, tax bracket okay and um, guys Taxes are likely going to go up. I mean, every single person, every single client we talk to, we ask them, you know, do you think the taxes are going to go up over your lifetime? And it's just very hard to justify that taxes won't go up. Social Security, we know, is going to not meet its obligations in, um, at some point in the future. Um, I'm trying to remember that the year that it is. And then um, that where they can only meet 75% of their uh their obligation. And then Medicare with us living longer and medical costs going up, you find it very hard to make a case that taxes will not go up. Of course, it just depends on policy coming from from Washington and whether that happens. So if you're single, if you don't make over $11,000 and you're in a a 10% tax bracket, if you make between 11 and 44.7, you're in the 12. uh, And so these have adjusted downward with these new changes. Here's a, a simplified, you know, if you're listening, those are a bunch of numbers and it's kind of hard to make sense of it, but let, let me try to kind of give you an example that might help. Um, if your taxable income is $75,000 in 2022, you'll owe 12117 in taxes. But if it stays at 75 in 2023, 75000 in 2023, and that's the, you know, the cutoff there, you'll only owe 11,807. So there's a difference of about $300 there. So that I'm trying to make it simple. So what's the big deal that if you're in the, uh, you know, say your taxable income of $75,000 with this new tax bracket announcement, you'll, you'll save $300 in taxes. Uh, that's federal. Okay. If you're living in California, you know, you've got to pay state tax as well. Good for those people in Texas, California, and I mean, Texas and um, Arizona, right? In Florida, they don't have to pay that pesky uh, state tax, all right? I guess that's why there are a lot, so many people are flocking to those states rather than staying in California. Um, the other change that we've got going here is, and you heard, if you listen to the show last time, you heard the changes that are happening for Social Security. And when Social Security changes, they call that a COLA. That's a cost of living adjustment acronym. And what they're trying to do with people who receive Social Security is adjust that income that they're getting through Social Security to compete and stay even with uh, inflation. And you'd have to be hiding under a rock to know that inflation has not been sky high. So this was the month, October, uh, where the government then declares what will be that COLA increase for the following year, 2023. And they made that announcement, uh, and it is 8.7. And I made a I made a little joke last time in our last episode where if you if you if you're walking, say, in the Home Depot or Lowe's, and you see a senior couple, you might see a little pep in their step, <laughs> and and that's because they're getting one of the biggest whopping increases that uh, they can remember probably in the last 40 years or so. So that is going up to keep pace with inflation. And that was a big increase. So that's the good news. It helps your buying power. And as we've said, uh, there's a description. Matt, I don't know if you can, let me challenge you on this. Uh, we, we, I, I, I say this phrase often and it starts with, and this is a tough one. It's not a yes or a no, right or wrong. So this is, you know, <laughs> long form essay, um, you know, answer. Um, Inflation is the what that does what to your retirement dollars. Ah, inflation is the elephant that sits on your retirement. I I don't know. It's I mean, really, kind of is. I like that. That, I like that. 
I mean, yeah, it's it's not correct, but it's not wrong. <laughs> hey, good shot at that, man. You know, enough with these softball pitches that I've been giving you, man. So this is this is a tough one. The, it, inflation is the secret partner to your retirement that erodes the purchasing power of your retirement dollar, right? So it it erodes that that uh, if you're in retirement and and you have a set income that you can rely on and all of a sudden inflation goes up. Well, you have to, to, to spend more of your dollars, you know, and we've talked about uh, tax efficient or tax managed portfolios in retirement. And what we try to aim to do is that if you're taking a dollar out of your retirement funds, we try to make it so you don't have to take a dollar 20 or a dollar 40 out in order to do the same thing that you would do. So to, through tax managed portfolios and if inflation is rocking, well, that's a problem. If you're taking, if you're taking income from your resources, not pension, not social security, but you're taking income from your retirement sources and inflation is high for a prolonged period, you may be well served to tighten your belt on your expenses. Right. So, I mean, that's just the way it goes in some cases, unless you have plenty of assets. So you need to tighten and watch your expenses if you're in a drawdown, income drawdown in retirement, you know, asset drawdown. Makes sense. Right. So let's let's watch those. Maybe tighten our belts here. Why? You want that money and those resources to continue to serve you over your lifetime. Okay, so the bad news on this COLA thing is even though that was a big increase, 8.7% increase in Social Security, the other thing that's wreaking havoc with American families is what? Well, have you been to the grocery store lately? You know what? I uh, I got this uh, briefing from my, my spouse who uh, came back from the grocery store and she said, you know, interesting, I bought butter today. I bought a pack of butter and that pack of butter has increased in cost 200%. Holy shnikes. That is very noticeable, right? So when you're going through there and you're used to seeing it this price and it's double the price now, or triple the price. Oh man. So yes, food costs, energy costs, uh, car costs in terms of purchasing a vehicle and travel costs. All these things are sky high. Uh, frighteningly so just in time for Halloween. Um, I tell you what, this, this brings us to a point where we want to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be giving you a, a um, inflation demonstration. And we have a, a lot more things in store for you. And you don't want to miss it. Um, got a good show here today. So, uh, if you haven't been to our website, you could take this break and go there now. It's retirementunbroken.com. And if you want to get the Retirement Unbroken Report, it's a complimentary to every single one of our listeners. So why not, right? Get the answers to your questions. Do a checkup. Get a second opinion. Find out. Run the projections. And we will make that easy on you. All right. We'll see you back here after the break. Could a recent IRS change actually save you money on next year's taxes? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. When you think of the Internal Revenue Service, your mind may very well recall the sting of forking over your money to Uncle Sam or the hassle of preparing your taxes. A recent study by the American Action Forum estimated Americans spent more than $190 billion, that's billion with a B, on tax preparation in 2021. Plus, many economists predict the federal government will have to raise taxes in the future to pay off the national debt. But there's one change the tax man is making for 2023 that could actually mean you'll owe less in taxes next year. How much you save will be relative to your personal situation, so it's not going to be the same for every household, but certainly 
uh, it could have a nice little savings come tax time. Andrew Pelos with Pelos Accounting and Consulting recently told Atlanta News First the IRS typically makes annual adjustments to income tax brackets, but this year they're bigger than usual due to, you guessed it, inflation. Some people will see a savings of perhaps $1,000 for during tax time on their tax return. Uh, others might see a little bit more. Certainly the brackets have changed, so uh, the those who are in higher brackets would probably see more savings than those who are in lower brackets. But across the board, everyone's going to see some kind of savings. In short, all tax brackets are going up by about 7% for 2023. That means you can make more money and be in a lower tax bracket than you would be this year. The standard deduction is also going up to the tune of a $900 increase for single filers and $1,800 for married couples filing jointly. I mean, look, it's beneficial for everyone, right? At the end of the day, we're all looking to save money and keep more money in our pockets. And in a time like this where groceries are more expensive, fuel prices are, are at record prices, every little bit helps. Keep in mind, though, that these adjustments are for money you earn next year in 2023. So you won't actually see the results until you file your taxes in early 2024. So could you benefit from the IRS's new tax brackets? That's a key question to consider as you plan your financial future. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. You're listening to Your Retirement Unbroken. To schedule your complimentary consultation with Merit, visit retirementunbroken.com. All right. Well, welcome back to the Retirement Unbroken show. We're glad that you came back in here. And we just got through talking about... um, Right before the break, I said, go to our website, get that complimentary retirement unbroken report. Most people right now, according to some research studies that we've looked at, um, they're thinking that, you know, we may need a lot of money for retirement Um, and they're not confident they're going to have it. So let me ask you, are you confident that you will have the amount of money that you think you should have. And how do you know that amount of money you think you should have is the proper bogey for you, the target? Okay. So also, if you're still working and you are in a quandary of what would a prudent person do right now with everything going on with your 401k, your IRA, your Roth, and your investments, what what uh, what what should you do if if you said that? Oh, you know, I'm going to hope for the best, but I certainly need to prepare for the worst. What would that entail and what are those strategies? What might you consider and how are you supposed to know all the separate options that exist for you if you don't do this for your living, right? If, if, if Now, if you don't work and you just sit at home and uh, got 12 different newsletters and you're, you're um, how about this? You're speculating with your working spouse's 401k. You're managing her 401k and you're day trading it. Bad idea. Bad idea, because you're talking about that as retirement money. And it's funny, I actually bring that up because I've seen it. And uh, it's, you know, it's it's when the person uh, goes, you know what, I've tried to do this. And every time I'm making the worst mistakes, I think I'm doing it right. And then it turns out I'm not. I have got to stop and get some help. That's I think that's the hard um, school of hard knocks speaking. Um, but we're glad, you know, what, what, what did I, what did I quote? <laughs> I was making a joke to my, my sister the other day. I said, Oh, well, good. You know, admitting you have a problem is the first step in recovery, you know? And, and of course that's a, it's a joke there. Want to know where your hard earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. The consumer price index CPI, which is inflation. It measures the average change to prices for consumer goods and services. Um, And it rose more than expected again in September. So we're still hovering near the highest levels that we saw in history back in the 1980s. Uh, 1980s, a time of um, excess, a time of excess. That's how I remember it. It was a crazy time. And then rising cost of living Right. I mean, it is it's a it's a cost. It's an increase in all of our living and all of our expenses, our, our, our lifestyle. 
This is bad for workers, right? So whose hourly average hourly earnings are down 3% from a year ago. Okay, so if inflation is high, high, and your wages are lower on average about 3%, and by the way, that data comes from um, an article on foxbusiness.com about lifestyle and inflation setbacks, okay? That's that's the attribution of that. So if the if the if the average hourly earnings are down three percent from a year ago, that leaves Americans living paycheck to paycheck, right? It costs me more, and my earnings are a little bit less now. I am living paycheck to paycheck. By the way, if you're one of those people that aren't living paycheck to paycheck, and you've got a monthly uh, discretionary income that's left over at the end of the month. And I see it a lot when we do our analysis and it's a kind of a big aha to uh, the folks that we're talking to many times there. I'm like, okay, it looks like you have an extra $1,250 left over at the end of the month. Is that right? And they're like, they look at each other and it's like, is that right? Well, let's go look through those expenses again. That's why we have to look into the monthly expenses. So, oh, so hard if we're going to do our proper job for you as a fiduciary financial advisor. And if you have that discretionary, can I, can I just challenge you here? Time is a ticket. Time is moving on and the world is spinning. I think I forgot how fast it is like 14,000 miles an hour or something. So um, it, it, time is not going to stop. And if you're, if you have this money and you don't, and, and it's uh, a positive monthly cash flow, and you don't know how you're putting that to work, that is unemployed money that you're probably going to spend. And it's just going to fall through the cracks. Why not take that money and do what we call systematic wealth growth with it? If you don't know how to do that, then give us a call. Okay. 32% of adults uh, in this article said they're regularly running out of money during pay periods. Ouch. Um, and that is according to salary finance. Okay. So, and more than half of U.S. worker, uh, U.S. adults feel as if they're behind on their retirement savings. I think yeah, no matter what research study you're going to find, the answer to that is der, right? I mean, because they're so consistent, study after study after study, they're behind on savings. And I think the government knows that, right? They obviously know that. And that's why they're trying to pass legislation and the 401k um, and the IRA uh, legislation that's coming or potentially coming that we we detailed all those changes in 401k options and things that the government is trying to make happen. So yes, the U.S. government knows it, and when you take a you know this this uh, survey, um, it, it's in the data again. They feel like we're not saving enough, and that underscores the hardships of an inflated economy where everything costs more, okay? And and that is backed up by a report coming out of bankrate.com. So of these adults, over one over a third said they feel significantly behind. So there was, we feel like we're behind. We significantly feel like we're behind, according to the Consumer Financial Services Company recent report. Okay, so, so here's some tough love. Are you saving enough for your retirement? Are you investing that at the right risk tolerance? Do you know what your risk tolerance is, right? And, and I'll put it this way. Psychological risk tolerance is the um, the finite number of that is scored to your psychological risk tolerance so that you can, say, go to sleep knowing that you only have so much risk exposure to market loss in value of your investments. So many people have no idea what they're invested in. And I can testify to that over and over and over and over again. And they don't know what mom or dad are invested in because the difficulties of having that conversation many times. So mom and dad could lose ma, uh, value in their investments because frankly, they're not paying attention. They don't know what they're invested in. They don't know why they're invested in. And, the, and of their buckets of money that they do have, they don't know which what the purpose of that money is, right? They may have lots of money in savings. They don't know what the purpose of that money is in their lifetime. And then if you don't know, you know, what your situation is, let me just ask you, how long are you going to wait? If not now, when, if not you, then who are you relying on somebody other than yourself to have responsibility for your wealth outcome? I got news for you. We cover this in our book how'd you like to get to the end of the road here? Or let's just say not the end of the road, but oh, 80 something, 
and, and find that you are running short of money, it doesn't matter where you point that finger at that point. Point, point it at your advisor or point it at the government or point it at the hardships you endured or your upbringing or whatever. It doesn't matter, folks. It doesn't matter where you point that finger if that's where you end up. So here, let me give you the um, let me give you the the juxtaposition of that. It's okay to call a financial advisor, a, and we encourage you to call, contact you know us or a, f- a fiduciary financial advisor and say, "I don't know, and I want to find out." Right? Information is power. So. We just ran through how inflation is impacting people right now. These are current uh, research studies amongst a lot of people. And they say, I'm concerned and I'm very concerned or I'm behind and I'm very behind. That plan is, is no bueno. That's not working for you. Right. So uh, Matt, play along with me for a second here. Sure. Um, if I said, um, do you know how much money it will take you uh, to afford your lifestyle in retirement? Yes or no? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. And um, do you have enough guaranteed income sources so that you will have an ever-increasing income during your lifetime? No, definitely not. And let me ask you, Matt, that's that um, – those are some critical, critical things that you have to understand, right? And do you know how, how taxes or inflation will impact your retirement income over your lifetime? No, I mean, right. I, that this is the thing. Like I and and I'm a guy. You know, I'm in my forties. I won't. I won't. Uh, uh, I won't sugarcoat my age. I won't lie about my age here. But like, um, you know, I'm a guy in my forties, and and now I am especially working in this line of uh, business these days. I'm really starting to think about it. And, and I, you know, sort of realize it's, it's never too early to start planning and thinking about these things and getting advice from someone who really knows what the heck they're talking about, like you. And it, it can be too late. It cannot be too early. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. And thank you for your honesty there. I appreciate the, the back and forth on that because I feel so strongly about it. I really do. I have a heart for our clients and for people, you know, who want to achieve success. But, you know, let me ask you this too. You know, the reason why some people procrastinate with even having the conversation, not, not the, the, the official planning of it, but even having a conversation about it. Uh, many times it's perfectionism gets in the way. And maybe that's not the right word, but let me tell you what it is. It is, oh, I must know this before I do anything. And I'm not ready to have that because I, I don't have that information or that data. Guess what? Then there will never be a good time for you to actually stop the world from spending and getting it done. What I would encourage you to do is take imperfect action to move you forward. It ain't perfect. Uh, I may not have the information that I need, but I need to ask the questions and get the critical information. Because if you don't, um, you will eventually have a surprise. Now, praise the Lord, if you're in a situation where you know you have enough assets and and you have $10 million and you're never going to run out of money, hopefully. By the way, there are $10 million people that run out of money. Just look at the Run DMC example, right? Um. So uh, if you don't know what that means, and it was earlier in the show, we talked about uh, one of the folks from Run DMC had a lot of money at one point, And then uh, according to some sources, uh, ran out of that money. Um, so, you know, this little uh, diatribe I'm going through is really um, to encourage you to take that imperfect action, ask the questions, get information. Information is power. Talk to somebody. Call us if you'd like, and you can reach us at 858-521-9700. 858-521-9700. Okay, so as, let's say, we have a conversation. Okay, one of the things we'll end up figuring out is do you have an income gap uh, as a projection in your retirement? I know what I'm receiving. I know what I think my expenses are going to be, and we will get there. Um, now, the the big question is, is there an income gap? 
Well, according to Kiplinger's, um, which is talking about retirement and retiring in a slowing economy, retiring during a down market can be very, very challenging, uh, but not an impossible task. So we want to help you make sure that you don't have what's called an income gap um, during this uh, stage uh, that you may be going into. And by the way, it really helps. Please don't wait till two months till you retire to have this conversation. Don't wait, you know, six months even to have that. Don't wait a year. Don't wait two years. Do it now. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so frustrating to see people wait, 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 you know, put it off, put it off. Um, then fix it. Okay. Well, that means there's some behavioral changes, right? There isn't a magic wand for financial advisors. When you, when you get your license, they go and here is your Harry Potter wand that you can wave and fix people's financial problems. I wish there was, I can just pull that box. And it's like, okay, here's the situation. Let's fix it. For a lot of people, there needs to be that for other people. It's easy. Oh my gosh. When you've got time on your side, it's easy. Some easy, simple changes to the way that they save and invest can really fix the problem and eat. When I mean easy, it's easy. Okay. Okay. So the first thing you want to do in, in this kind of walk the path of figuring out an income gap or an income surplus, that would be great, is to determine your expenses in your retirement. Okay, well, that in itself can be fairly challenging, right? Let's get a fix on that. Uh, by the way, you know, some of the, the, the phases in retirement, right? When you first retire, if you're in good health, it might be the go-go years of retirement, Woohoo! We're traveling. We're seeing Europe. We're going to the Caribbean. We're having fun. We're visiting the grandkids. We may even get an RV, right? And go around and pay exorbitant prices on cash everywhere. Uh, that probably should be diesel, right? So it, it, it's like, Merritt, what are you talking about? An RV? That's diesel, buddy. You're right. I don't know. Um, so the go-go years, and then you eventually hit the what's next. Everybody in the car goes slow go, right? And then the, uh, the other one, and I, I see this up close too, which is the no-go. So go-go, slow-go, no-go. Okay, but you got to figure out your expenses relatively close in during those phases. So figure out those expenses and that income and where you're going to get it. You've got to subtract your, expe- your expected income, uh, actually subtract your expenses from your expected income, and that will give you a retirement income gap. Okay. Do you have the wherewithal to figure in COLAs and Social Security and use the average COLA in there? Do you have the ability to factor in the inflation and the average inflation rate in that? And what happens if you get a tax increase, right? So, sure. Okay. Got your income, subtract your expenses and retirement, make sure you're including all those different things. And you'll figure out whether or not you get a surplus or a deficit in your cash flow. We want everyone to have an income surplus and get this folks, an income surplus that potentially could increase every year Ooh, so that, you know, inflation is going to increase. Boy, if I would say, look, I'm putting together my packages and my Christmas gifts and I'm going to be wrapping them and, and um, I'll be giving them out to all my family members and they're going to, what did, what did I, what did I get? Well, I was like, well, you have an ever increasing income during your lifetime. <laughs> oh my goodness. Woo! Oh, that'd be great. I don't know how you did it, but yeah, I'll do that. You don't even have to put it on the tree, Merritt. You know? So, um, you know, we want that to happen for everybody and we can put those things in place as long as there is time. Right. And of course it all depends on your situation so that you can enjoy the life you work so hard to build and you have smart reinvestment for successful retirement. I love that. Happy, happy, joy, joy, right? And you could build a plan that can pay you income even during bad markets. Hmm? Even during bad markets, stock market down can still pay you income. That's a possibility to have that in your plan. Again, it all depends. These can happen with conventional strategies. It can happen with guaranteed income strategies uh, where we could eliminate certain fees and guarantee yourself income that you could never outlive, regardless of the future market conditions. Wonderful. 
Now, short of a nuclear bomb, we're not guaranteeing that. All right, that's all bets are off there. Okay, but in but regardless of that, if that doesn't happen, fantastic. We and you should, you know, when we get this done, you should pat yourself on the back and feel really good, clear, confident, comfortable that you've done your very best job you can with everything that you know at the time. Right? Prove it with math. Right. So we'll prove it with math. So interesting. A lot of people think that retirement success is a a big number. But I'll tell you, folks, people who are the most happy in retirement frequently are ones who have prioritized income over assets to have a better retirement. If you know the bills are paid, if you know what money's going to come in, regardless of anything that happens, the bills are going to be paid. Your lifestyle is going to be funded right? Assets, on the other hand, they could be stolen, they could be swindled, they could be lost in the market, and so on and so forth. So, but if you know you have income, then the assets can build and you still have income that takes the pressure off the portfolio. Isn't that wonderful? Okay. Um, The other one is you need to understand um, the money that you are planning on will need to last, ready for drum roll? How long? How long will it have to last? Well, It could need to last after you retire, maybe another 30 plus years. Wow. Do the math. So if you retire at 65, like the traditional stereotypical American, right, 65, then you've got another 30 plus years. Okay. I hear you saying it. I don't want to live that long. I don't want to live that long. I got it. I've heard it. Um, It's funny. People will say that. I don't want to live that long. Well, it may not be your choice. You may just live that long, right? Um, I I have a very good uh, friend who is a centenarian, and she is 103 years old. And we call her Aunt Dixie, right? So Aunt Dixie. Aunt Dixie is 103. Her mind is there, and her physical uh, body and health is um, hanging in there, surprisingly. Um, And gosh, she says, I never thought I would live this long. I never thought I would live this long. Well, not many people do. 0.0004 something percent of people in the entire globe um, will live that long. However, if you're a a fairly healthy 65-year-old and you're married, you could you know, you guys could live till 95, you know, so the financial plan needs to support your um, living expenses, your medical expenses, account for inflation, account for taxes, all those things. And, um, you know, that that will be the best case. Now, what what happens if the economy goes down, if the stock market goes down, if one of us gets ill, one of us gets deceased, that's the way we check off, check off, are we going to be okay? Check the box, check the box, check the box. Do the best job you can. Come on down as we test your financial knowledge in right or wrong. Matt, I want to do this very quickly. All right. Um, So to test our knowledge of the things that we covered here. So there will be no changes in the tax brackets from this year, 2022 to 2023, right or wrong? Okay, I was paying attention earlier, so I know that that one is wrong. Uh, Right, there have been some adjustments lowering those uh, income amounts that you'll break into. So it's important to have a tax plan during your retirement years, that's the point, which is why we encourage all of our listeners and uh, existing clients to have an annual financial checkup to ensure that they're on the right track related to taxes and everything else. Okay, so the only way to reduce those income taxes is to get into a lower tax bracket. Do you know how to get into a lower tax bracket uh, where you still have assets and money? Okay, let's talk about it. Okay, next one. Um, The only ways to reduce your tax income and to get into a lower tax bracket is to deduct your mortgage interest and uh, taking advantage of tax credits, right or wrong? You know, I don't know. I kind of want to say that one's right. Well, I want to make the sound I haven't been able to make in many shows, but they're during this questioning with you. I want to make the wrong sound. Uh, Wrong. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> you're always getting this right. You're uh, a good student. Okay, so any any anyone can reduce their taxable, and most people put it this way, you can't say every single person, but with certainty, it just depends. So anyone can reduce their taxable income during retirement by taking tax-free withdrawals from two types of tax-free uh, investments. One is a Roth IRA, which you're probably aware of, and the other one is certain types of life insurance where you can get tax-free in t- income in retirement. So if you're interested in generating tax-free income during your retirement, then I would encourage you to schedule a call with us so we can chat about it and you can ask those questions. Information is power, right, folks? Information is power. Become part of the unbroken nation. Last question, then we'll wrap it up here. Matt, Medicare does not cover long-term care needs for people who cannot perform everyday activities on their own. I I know that Medicare does not cover long-term care needs, so that one's going to be right. Right. As we've talked about in past shows, you've experienced that personally with your family. This is why we want everyone to have a smart health plan for their successful retirement. Healthcare expenses are very, very, very costly. And I call long-term care events or extended care events a potential estate eliminating event. Okay. So that brings us to the end of the show here. We covered a lot of information. And I think some of the takeaways is that if you're not asking the questions, you're not getting the information, the critical information you need, all you have to do is ask, right? Most people will give you the answer or some sort of feedback, right? If you want unbiased feedback and an analysis, you can get the Retirement Unbroken Report uh, from us. Go to our website, retirementunbroken.com, or call us at 858-521-9700. This has been Merritt Strunk, the host of the Retirement Unbroken Show, and with Matt McClure as well. And we're glad you tuned in. Join us every week at Saturday at 1 p.m., and we'll see you back for the next Retirement Unbroken Show. Thanks for listening to Your Retirement Unbroken. You deserve to work with an experienced and licensed expert who will strategically work to protect and grow your hard-earned assets. To schedule your complimentary no-obligation consultation with Merit, visit retirementunbroken.com or pick up the phone and call 858-521-9700. That's 858-521-9700. Advisory services are offered through Momentum Financial and Insurance Services, LLC, an investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through Merit Strunk, an independent agent, California license number 0L7510. Certified financial fiduciary is a FINRA-recognized professional certification.